Decentralized Consciousness podcast. And today I have the Bitcoin shaman with me on the show. Welcome. Uh, thank you very much, Sama, for inviting me. I admire you a lot. And it's a real honor to be here. Yeah, my pleasure. Really interesting to be hearing about your perspectives on Bitcoin and your different projects you're working on with the Bitcoin Shaman Foundation. But maybe you can introduce yourself for the listeners first, your background. Okay, great. So um, I was raised as an entrepreneur since I was really, really young. Uh, I was focused on making companies and uh, I was born in a, a regular uh, family in Medellin. Um, my parents are divorced since I was three and they decided to put me in a really special school. I went to a Baldorf school for many, many years since I was three until I graduated from high school. So I kind of uh, had a um, art education, music education, and uh, it um, really was very important for my vision of the world. Um, when I got out, out of high school, I went to the United States for some months to um, get a better um, understanding of the language. And then I came back and started being an entrepreneur since then. Um, so something that's uh, it's been really unique in my journey is that um, my friends from school, they were pretty, um, they, they, people used to call my school like where they bring their child. So... Um, one of my friends talked to me about ayahuasca. Many of them started uh, having the medicine uh, just right after high school, after graduation. It took me uh, in the sacred medicine of Jaje. Uh, people call it ayahuasca. We don't call it like that here in, in Colombia. So it uh, had a really huge changes in my way of, um, let's say, making business. Um, I am from Medellin, the city of Pablo Escobar. And that's how most of the people relate this city. That's what they have uh, on, on their mind. Uh, it does have a really huge influence on the culture, what happened with drugs on the past. So. When I grew up, I wanted to really have big business and um, let's say be not really connecting with the spirit and with what money is really about, about bringing prosperity and wealth to the people, transforming lives for the better. But um, it was very heavy how everybody wanted, just wanted to make money just to show what they had and to have power, you know, for the ego. So when I got into the medicine and other spiritual practices, my mind shifted, um, at least consciously, because unconsciously you still have to do some work to take um, all the dirt out of... Uh, out of your system so that's uh, pretty much it yes and we will be talking about several of those things here today uh, maybe we dive into ayahuasca a little bit straight away you have a certain teacher for it your guru or your master how to say Taita. Taita, yeah. Uh, can you describe uh, your like relationship with your Taita? Like how is he teaching you and 
and what you have uh, learned with ayahuasca. Good. So I like to say that um, there are very different ways to have the medicine. Um, most people just are curious, maybe have an, an illness or something to heal. So they just go there, heal themselves, and they never come back or they come back after a year or two. I decided to get into ayahuasca really deep some years ago now. And uh, I've been learning from different masters, but uh, I met my good Taita, who is from the Amazon jungle in the Putumayo around four years ago. And I decided to stay with him. It's really amazing process because, um, well, first of all, it's, it's a long process. It takes around 20 years, so you can start, let's say, hosting celebrations. Um, some people in this new age time, they, they started doing it um, faster. But um, I've been, I think that um, it's good to keep the tradition, not really like be totally, totally closed because the world is changing. And Taita knows this because he was raised in his medicine path by the Taita of Taitas, the most important shaman of ayahuasca in the world. His name is Kerubin Keta. He's 111 years old and he's a legend. This is really amazing, the stories that you heard. And so my Taita started with him when he was 12 years old. So my Taita has been in, in this path for his entire life. And he has kept himself really clean. He was not a drinker, not a player with women, no drugs. So... It, it, I liked that a lot because, as you know, you can you can clean yourself, but if you don't have to clean yourself, it's, it's good. So I have a very good relationship with him. Um, he lives far away, but you get into a plane and you'll be there in about four hours. The teachings that we receive are very special because, well, first of all, I, I am a musician. I'm a rapper, and I'm also, um, let's call, a shamanic artist. So we use the guitar and the voice to help people through the journey. And uh, it's very amazing how you learn pretty much using telepathy. Um, when you connect with your titan, you are in the middle of the celebration, having the medicine, you go close to him, you get into his field, his, um, and you start receiving the teachings, and um, the voice changes, the way you play the guitar changes, and um, it's uh, very shocking, actually. You received the lessons, let's say, it on, on, on the astral, that's how we call it, on the astral or the, or in the quantum field. And uh, it comes with really good responsibilities. So it's not easy to catch up um, more for people like me that I'm from the city, uh, having the medicine many, many times. When you go back to the city, you need to keep, keep up, keep up the good work. Mm. Uh, we have some rules, um, very special rules. Um, for example, right now, uh, I'm not allowed uh, to have uh, um, plant medicines. So uh, no cannabis, for example. It's not that I'm not allowed, it's just that I don't want to. 
because in reality, my only authority is um, the creator, the creator itself. Uh, but uh, I do have my master who is giving me the resources to be able to manage uh, the strength of this medicine because it's really strong. Uh, it has have an impact on my life where a lot of things fall down uh, because they are not really made to last. So, and sometimes it, it, um, it's hard for your ego. So with my Taita, his name is Humberto, um, we've been on this path for, for about four years now. We had to stop seeing each other in the middle of the quarantines. So it was pretty tough because it's like a um, test and for discipline and to be able to keep up. And I feel very grateful that I'm with him because not many people is using ayahuasca as it should be used. It is more, right now, it's a fever. And are not people is not really having the proper preparation and the proper alignment uh, on their own consciousness in order to, to get the benefits. So it might actually harm people. And I believe it's doing a lot of harm right now because it's not very, um, it, it's, it's sacred. It is not God. It's very important to you know ayahuasca is not God, but it, it, is, a, it is a way to, to connect with the infinity. Yeah, that's, that's the way we do it. That's the way I do it. Yeah. So you talked about tapping into the quantum field around your teacher. And I guess you can also tap into other quantum fields. Is it uh, often or sometimes related to visions? Um, or do you have like visits of other spirits? Can you describe a little bit more like what's going on inside the, the trip, so to speak? Okay, so something important to know is that most people uh, look in ayahuasca or in jahe, they look to find visions. And um, it is not the purpose at all. Visions will come when they have to come. Um, but um, it is really about getting yourself at the proper vibration. So uh, visions come a lot. And once you have opened, let's say, your third eye and you are clean, you'll be able to see more with your eyes closed or your eyes open. But um, it's, um, it's more about the feet. Um, so people that do not know about this, they say it is hallucinogenic substance. But, um, but the reality is that when you have ayahuasca, it brings down your filters. And... Once you have been here for the enough time, your filters will go down even without the medicine. And many people, for example, like you, Sama, do not need the medicine in order to open up this. Uh, we are made um, biological uh, to connect with these more subtle realities. Uh, but the thing is, um, the system has closed us. The way we eat, the way we think, the way we study, like with the way we go to school and they teach us how to use our brain, they close um, our perceptions. 
So when you get into ayahuasca, you do get into um, the reign of the spirits and you start to learn a lot because um, at the beginning you are, like if you see ugly stuff, you are wired to fear ugly stuff like and like demons or or monsters or yeah dark entities but actually uh, around us there are all kind of entities um, dark entities light entities and um, when you learn how to interact with them how to set limits and do not fear or have anger um, the things change the, the way you behave with them changes so when you have the medicine for about 40 minutes you wait until it gets to your system and it, it starts it starts coming it starts hitting um, first it comes it might come with sounds um, and then you will depending on where you are depending on what life you have been what life you have been living so yeah you connect with different kind of uh, spirits some of them are really let's say heavy they play with you if you do not have the quietness, you can get in trouble. So you can have a really bad experience and feel like you're dying or feel possessed. So you can start um, screaming or moving around the floor. And um, it happens um, every once in a while. Once you have learned how to channel this energy, even even if really ugly stuff come to you, you still um, stay in your center. Um, because you know it's going to pass and you know everything's got a purpose. Um, yeah, that's uh, I think that's something I can say about connected well when you go to really beautiful places you might be taken to what uh, the bible say it's heaven or what mm, the bible say it's um, angels you can connect with them and they can come with really amazing information the reality is um, it's not about the visions but how you bring them and integrate them into your life for some people it's not that simple i've struggled in the past because i know how to travel a lot through the universe the spiritual universe but once you come here you go back to the city it's hard to keep up the good work and um, we're wired to love beautiful visions and to hate them not so beautiful ones or the ugly ones and they both are equal they have they have equality of importance so you just need to integrate both of them in order to make it to bring a new reality to this 3d space where we are right now and how do you connect this with bitcoin I've seen some things that you have written, but maybe you can uh, describe it in your own words. Okay, so shamans say that energies are spirits. And um, what I have found out, not from my rational mind, but by having the experiences is that um, Bitcoin is energy. It's a new kind of energy that we have been channeling 
to this 3D reality. If you go and see Sailor, for example, he says it's digital energy. And many people is coming to realize this as well. So mm, some say that um, Bitcoin is the element zero of nature. If we say that energies are spirits, um, we are just channeling uh, this energy, bringing it to this 3D reality. So it is spirit itself. It is a new form of life, new form for this 3D reality, because actually what I argue, it's Bitcoin, it's always been there. We just learn how to tap into it. It's just like electricity or electric energy. It's always been there. We learn how to tap into it, put it on cables and make it run so it can light up our homes. So it is quite different from what people think it is because let's say people think it's just money, but it is not. If we are saying that it's a new form of life, um, new kind of energy, it has a, it's going to be evolving. So the first application that we found, uh, Satoshi, what he did, he prepared a system with devices in order to bring this energy into, into this plane, into this 3D reality. So he was able to set up the system so this new form of life can come uh, from other dimension uh, to this 3D dimension. So the implications are really big because, for example, when electrical energy started uh, coming into this 3D reality, what people could see was, well, I'm going to have a digital candle, let's say, digital candle. I do not need to light up a candle anymore, do not need to use fire, um, I will have light, thanks to uh, electric energy. It was impossible for them to know that we are going, that thanks to this, we're going to be communicating. For example, uh, right now, we are very far away and we can communicate with each other. Um, or for example, generator. Uh, it was impossible to know where does this new kind of energy was going to take us. I believe it is the same right now. I believe that we do not know what Bitcoin is capable of doing because it just started and it's going to change a lot. And this new kind of energy is going to be able to take us to a whole other level as a civilization. So that's what I say about Bitcoin, it is a spirit. And you can connect to it, like when you have it on your, on your well, you know it's not on your cell phone, but when you have control um, from a certain amount of Bitcoins, you have control over a certain amount of energy that's going to change you even you realize it or, or, or not. What I see on the space is many people is changing intellectually because they only see the body part of it. But uh, very soon people is going to start realizing that this is going to change the entire energy industry, electric energy industry. Um, probably it's going to go to nuclear energy 
very soon, but uh, it's not what I'm interested in. I believe that Bitcoin is going to allow and civilization to tap infinite, infinity amount of electrical energy, just like Nikola Tesla uh, was saying, that there was an infinity amount of energy in the universe that we just needed to tap into it. And I believe Bitcoin is going to take us there to tap into electric energy anywhere without the need of cables, without the need of um, fuel or even the need of nuclear. Um, some people call it zero point energy. Have you ever asked your Taita about Bitcoin or if he is able to communicate with the Bitcoin spirit or something like that? I have not. Let's say he knows how, what I bring. So he lets me in. <laughs> I have a good relationship with him. And for example, taking him out of the jungle is pretty hard. And he's um, he has accepted this. So I think he that um, my Taita doesn't know how to read, for example. So there are many things he does not understand, but uh, in certain ways, I know that if, if he's having trust in me, he's seeing something. But he says, when I say, what about Bitcoin? Oh, I don't understand anything of that, Mauricio. You even know it, I barely can use my cell phone. I see, I see. Because um, if it's a spirit, and uh, shamans are known to communicate with spirits, right? That's the normal idea of shamans that they communicate with spirits. So I was thinking if you have any, like if you heard of any, anyone that have been doing that? I uh, have not, but um, spirits don't have form energies like like sometime we we put them into a figure and they come in a figure but um, let's say the energy is everywhere um, but now that you that you say this because it's something I have not done you can start practicing. And I'm sure I will get, I will get very interesting information asking Bitcoin itself. Actually, I have realized that there's something I'm missing. There is something I'm missing. For example, there is a ceremony, um, a ritual that we are going to do very soon in our team and it's that we are going to burn some Bitcoin just by sending sending them to a wallet that we created and we do not have the keys of it. I mean, we will create it, we will write down the keys and we will burn the keys as an experience um, to give back to Bitcoin and and to give to the universe, because as you know, they're not lost. They they just give value to the entire network. So that's something we are going to do very soon. Some Satoshis, we will burn them um, with really deep intention. But the thing is, I think I can talk. I can talk to it. Uh, and I will do this very soon. Actually, I will do this this weekend because I have a have scheduled um, a celebration with the medicine. So I will do this this weekend, and I will let you know. Sounds good. 
And uh, now you brought up your team. Can you talk a little bit about the Bitcoin Shaman Foundation and what your plans are? Yes. So the Bitcoin Shaman Foundation is, um, let's say Bitcoin Shaman is my artistic name. And I put it as a foundation in order to help people to do very different activities. So first, we're bringing people to the Amazon jungle and, and also to different places in Colombia, natural places where we can have the medicine. And, uh, from there, start doing a really deep shift. We can help a lot with uh, strong addictions. And uh, we want to bring real education about ayahuasca because people is not really getting the true essence of this plant. So the Bitcoin Shaman Foundation is going to be hosting retreats. But at the same time, uh, we'll have been a business developer for pretty much my entire life and um, I am part of um, some teams that are developing uh, different kind of organizations for the future. One of them is a company where I am a co-founder a good friend of a good friend of, of, of me, his name uh, I will not tell, but he channeled a really really amazing project around eight years ago to help coordinate um, the buying and selling of 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 stuff but with a really really high level of conscious so we are working very hard in this right now we have invested over a million dollars and we are getting the funds to to end up uh, we still are we still are short uh, but we are uh, we're short but close because thanks to thanks to the medicine, a really really bright young guy from Sweden came to our life. He's already an investor, and we are getting everything together to to bring this uh, to the world. It is not a startup. We don't call it a startup anymore because it's very profound. We have a team of around 20 people now, employees, uh, co-founders and employees. And uh, we are building the software. It's going to be built on top of Bitcoin because it started before we channeled this information. It is very simple, but very complicated. So what we want is we want to connect conscious consumers with uh, trustworthy entrepreneurs. So we have an entire gamified dynamic in order to make this happen, to filter the people, because we can only work with people that already have, have deep purposes in their life. And we'll keep bringing more and more and more, but we need, we need to be totally sure that people is coming here for the right reason so that's uh, what we are setting up on the application the way to do that so uh, we have a gamified um, video player where we give the right content to the people so they can higher their level of consciousness and it's going to end up being an Amazon, but an Amazon of light, Amazon of love. As you all know, Silicon Valley 
applies dynamics that uh, do not help humanity mixed or um, competition through war. We do not talk about competition or we, we talk about cooperation or in the Spanish is like co-competition. So it's like you're still going to be competing, but but we're going to be cooperating in order to lift everyone else up. So um, we have a, a team that's connected with the medicine, the entire team. We had already have three retreats, two of them on, on outside of the city and one of them right in the middle of the jungle. Uh, that's something that a Bitcoin shaman made. Uh, I made all the arrangement. I host. I hosted the retreat. I brought them to to my Taita. So it, it's been opening up the doors a lot. Um, because even though the this project came from the medicine, it was disconnected from the medicine for a few years. So I received the calling to bring it, bringing all this together, and now we are very happy because things are going much better. It's not easy to fund a company these of these implications in the middle of Colombia. People are really traditional, and uh, they do not bet for this kind of technologies, and. If we go to regular uh, technology funds out of our country, they do not want to get disrupted because we're going to bring disruption to Facebook and to YouTube. So I will not say names. I can't say the name of, of the company for my security and the security of our team. It's what we're working on right now. I see. It's um, not so easy for tourists or for for people who are not familiar with Alaska to to know where to go. I mean, it's becoming very popular in the world today, and to just go down to Central America and try to find something can be a little bit of a risk right because it's many scammers when they say that they they know how to guide you with ayahuasca but but if if the teachers are not pure if they're doing it because of money, money. or or other dark purposes then it can be really a nightmare so i feel that you you bring in this uh, voice of reason or voice of uh, experience into the Bitcoin community because in the Bitcoin community, many people are interested in psychedelics and you are able to provide guidance in a way that is difficult to find on the ground. If you just fly down there, it's not so easy to find someone to guide you. Do you, do you agree about this? I believe ayahuasca is doing more harm than helping people. And I believe it is also true with psychedelics because people are using these tools in irresponsible ways. So I would like to share a story this not many people know, but ayahuasca is made out of two. The first plant is ayahuasca itself. It is lion, lime. Uh, I don't know how to call it. call it. Well, it goes up on the trees, going around the tree. So the other plant is called Chakruna, okay? And Chakruna is the one that allows you to have visions. Chakruna is the one that has the DMT. Ayahuasca 
what ayahuasca does is it allows your stomach to take before the DMT gets destroyed, okay? So the elders teach us to, that there needs to be a balance. If you put a lot of chakruna, you're, you're just going to be seeing lights and visions and a bunch of nonsense. And, and you will not go deep. It is not about the visions. When you have a well-made beverage, it's going to be balanced and it's not always going to bring visions. But what people do, they call it the tourist jahe or, or the jahe for tourism, is they just do this beverage with a lot of chakruna and they take the gringos, that's how you know we call the gringos people from the States or from outside. They just take the gringos and they give that beverage and you know they're doing they're 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 seeing lights, colors, visions, and everything, and they get wow, so beautiful, but they are not doing a really deep job. Okay, they are they're not gonna change, they think, because they have an impression. Or, wow, this was so beautiful. But in the reality, it's not doing the cleansing that it needs to do. And um, that's what's going on. Um, that happens a lot. And they don't, um, they don't have the real experience, which is a hard experience. Okay? It's harder when you have the proper beverage. So, and I would like to talk about psychedelics as well, because most people need guidance. It's like you can become an, an engineer without having teachers. You can do that, but it's harder. Okay. So many people do not have any guidance. They just go and buy uh, mushrooms or they learn how to grow grow the mushrooms and they do it and they start having inner journeys but um, without the proper guidance you can get lost and actually it's very easy and I'd like to talk about cannabis right now because there is a reason why cannabis is legal now and I believe it's going to happen very soon with mushrooms as well, because it is it helps to control people. Like if you have a bunch of people in anesthesia with cannabis, for example, and I know this is a sensitive, this is a sensitive subject right now because everybody uses cannabis now, and it's like yeah, it's not good. It's it's medicine or or. It, it's normal now. My advice is look for real shamans. And a real shaman is not because he's got feathers in his head or because he's have some suit. You need to ask around. Be sure that he's got the proper preparation that he's got permission from the elders, that he's been doing it for many years. He's not young, okay? There are some very good young shamans, okay? There are some, but it's not. It's not the, it's, it's not the standard, okay? When you're young, you still have a lot to learn. In the past, they used, the preparation was 20 years, so good for good shamans. They have good reputation. Ask around. Okay. And uh, do you have some plans for this year with the foundation or any retreats coming up? 
right now we are not really focused in bringing a lot of people because we are doing um, our internal work with the team. Um, we want to bring at the end of March probably around eight people from the outside. So we are going to have a retreat in the middle of the Amazon jungle um, in order to help people go beyond their limits. They have some addictions, any addiction, porn, cigarette, alcohol, cocaine, whatever. We're very good at it, okay? And um, ayahuasca helps a lot with, uh, with addictions. And even if you do not have an addiction, it, it's going to help you go beyond your limits. So we are um, interested in having small, small uh, celebrations with our Taita. Um, so it's going to be at the end of March, around the 20th. Getting here is very easy. You just get to Bogota. And from Bogota, you will get a plane to Putumayo to a place called Villa Garzón. And from the airport, it's like uh, 10 minutes away where we stay. So it's very secure. It's very safe. And that's the plan for the next month. Nice, nice. And if people are interested in this, where can they find you or find more information? They can connect me directly on 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 my Twitter, uh, the Bitcoin Shaman um, Twitter direct message, and I would be happy to answer and send the information. Cool, cool. Yeah. Is it anything else you thought about, like when when I invited you? Was it anything you thought? Oh, I would like to talk about this or talk about that. Yes. I've been having a really change, a big change in my life in the past four years. And I know many people have been going through something similar because um, we are evolving. We're getting into... A, let's say, a new dimension. One of the things that happened to me, for example, when I got into Bitcoin, I didn't really get into Bitcoin eight years ago. I got into shit coins. So I was able to take advantage of an opportunity and I built a really, really, really huge house of cards. So this house of cards um, felt down and it was really, really difficult for me to get out of, of, of that place. It took me four years. Right now I'm getting out. So I would like to let know people that um, if you experience, um, let's say, some struggle, in your life, it is an opportunity, a really good opportunity, because um, some changes are going to happen in the world, and most of the people are going to live through really hard times. But the people that is listening to this podcast, for example, they are in a different vibration. So... If you, ha if you have been experiencing uh, these struggles in your life, in any of, of the parts, like really high, really difficult struggle, then that maybe most people are not. You know, people that do you not know, have a fiat job and they are just very relaxed and, you know, they just go from from house to work and to, from work to, to the house, from the weekends to the bar. And yeah, they look, they look well. But um, 
when the world changes and when we go through the evolution that we're about to leave, most of those people are going to experience hard times because they're going to be moved. And we have been experiencing this in the past few years. And now we are getting to the calm place that even if the entire world, like in the entire world, falls down, we're going to be okay. And um, yeah, I just want to say that. Yeah, it's like the center inside of us becomes so strong that nothing on the outside can touch us anymore. It's the our trust is not in the things or in the jobs or in the friendships or not even in the family. But we have this anchor in the timeless realm. We'll, we will be fine whatever happens on this earth. And it's a nice message uh, to end this episode with. So I want to thank you, Bitcoin Shaman for coming on here and sharing your perspectives with us. I hope to see you in a, in a retreat in the future. Sounds really great. Thank you very much, Sama, for doing what you do. One of the few people that's doing a really, you know, with the integrity. It's not only about the money, it's not only about the politics. It's about bringing everything together. Yeah. To tap into that uh, abundance that we have in the timeless and act from that timeless and abundant space. And when we act from that, this is what we see more and more rather than acting from fear. Yeah. So it's always nice to connect with you. So have a great day Thank and you. see you soon. Thank you very much. Thank you very much to, to everyone who's listening to this. And yeah, we will keep in touch. Bye-bye.